Yo T, come up here and get your sister, man. She's shooting. Unacceptable behavior. It's your boy JG chilling outside on the back porch, man, taking advantage of some of this slightly tail endish of spring type weather. I'm sitting on the back porch, man. I'm a V neck in solidarity, paying homage to the V neck hanging gang swing capo, man. Derek Jackson, man. I said, you know what? It's been a minute. I got to take advantage of what happened last week before it's completely out of the social media news cycle. <laughs> so, on today's episode, man, we're going to talk about Derek Jackson, Kevin Samuels, Steve Harvey, and any other number of men who make their full-time or some side-time money, discretionary income, if you will, advising women on men, advising women on how to move in relationships for better outcomes with men. But the focus that I really want to touch on is making sure that you hone in on the message and not so much the messenger. This is Unacceptable Behavior. Derek Jackson, the man, the myth, the legend. So look, before we get too too far on the sauce on this episode, man, uh, I think it it bears noting that we need to explain who Derek Jackson is. Contrary to popular belief, or maybe it was just mine, everyone doesn't know who Derek Jackson is, and I didn't know this until he became a trending topic of his own volition last week, man. People I know, people I saw online. These people are like, who the hell is Derek Jackson? <laughs> I mean, not like he's some A-list, B-list, maybe not even a C-list celebrity. Apparently, he's closer to the DEF zone, I guess. I don't know. But the longest short of it is Derek Jackson is an African-American man who saw fit to uh, alter the spelling of his last name, or maybe it's not even his real last name, to JXN, which is crazy in and of itself. Shout out to my cousin Ant, who was the first person. To kind of point that out to me. I never even paid attention to the boy's name spelling. <laughs> but he was the first person to point that out to me, man. African-American man who rose to fame on social media, if I had to guess, more so on Facebook. At least that's where I was introduced to him years ago, maybe five plus years ago. Um, notorious for making videos in the front seat of the ride. I don't think I've ever seen him make videos anywhere else. Giving advice to women. Uh, on how to better handle themselves in dealings, romantic dealings with men, right? Occasionally, he would point out where they might have done something wrong or where they, where they could do things a little better. But for the most part, uh, he tended to speak on a varying array of topics, 
where he basically let the women know, one, you're not crazy. Two, uh, it's not your fault when things don't work out in a positive fashion. Now, before we get even further into this, I got to say, the first few videos of his that I was uh, shown back in the day, I agree with the great majority of what I saw, right? Because this is, I mean, Unacceptable Behavior is a podcast that, for all intents and purposes, I started to, to bring a, a broader voice, a voice to a broader audience, excuse me, to help the, help the women know, or just to get perspective on why we men do the things that we do, how we think the way we think, uh, why certain things make us react a certain way, etc. So I get it. Like, there, there's a far too many women who just don't have that that unbiased male voice. But just give them perspective, man. The difference between what I think I do, what I offer here on this podcast, and what guys like Derek, Kevin, Steve, and others do, I don't offer advice. I don't guarantee you anything. All I offer is perspective. I just want to give you a, a understanding into the male psyche. The male ego. That's it. Right? So, real quick. Derek got into trouble last week because on Monday he decided to release a video beside his loving wife and, and, and with a bonnet on. His wife, his black wife, African American, however you choose to label, his, his wife sat beside him in this video in his prime v-neck. I mean, this is probably J. Crew level v-neck, my boy and gals. Prime! Right? His wife had a bonnet on. Now, look, no bonnet shaming. <laughs> Shout out again to my cousin. No bonnet shaming. But I don't know a black woman alive who, in a planned video, planned scenario, so that means that she was not awakened out of her slumber and made to speak to a camera because of some serious incident that happened while she was asleep. We're talking about a planned video released to the masses. I don't know a black woman that's going to sit there Unless, you know, she has a brand or plays a character or role of some sort that utilizes it, that's going to sit in front of a camera with a bonnet on and discuss something as serious as their husband's entanglements from the past. I don't know one. So that's, 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 that's a strike one, right? So the Jacksons, J-A-X-N, sat in front of this camera and they, they, well, mainly Derek discussed what he found himself uh, having tripped and fell inside of probably multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Hey, ain't no man on this earth perfect. No relationship is perfect. The fact that what happened happened, that's not my issue. My issue is if you were the one that was caught out there, why are you making your wife sit beside you as you tell the world or tell your fan base? Or tell whoever the fuck you feel is listening to this video, watching this video. Why would you sit there with her beside you as you said what you did to the world? That's crazy to me. Especially in a, in a bonnet. Pardon me. Helmet of salvation. It makes no sense to me. So, in my view, you embarrassed her twice. Because, according to the video, this transpired or she found out about it in July or August of last year. Don't quote me. I could be off, but that's basically what I, I kind of gathered from that original video. It's March. We actually are closer to it being April than we are to 
when this allegedly took place or was found out. So we, the general public, knew nothing about what you did or got caught doing. And then six plus months later, you said, it's time for me to tell the world. This is eating me the fuck up. More than likely, and I kind of alluded to it if I'm not mistaken, somebody may have been threatening to release some information for whatever reason. So he decided I'm going to you know, jump the gun, take the power back, which I respect 1,000%. And I'm going to say something first, right? I get that. I rock with that. Again, I don't get why your wife's sitting inside you with the helmet of salvation on. That's just crazy as fuck to me. Don't make no damn sense, right? She had nothing to do with that. And you basically said that in the video. Like, the, what you did, what you got caught doing, had nothing to do with your wife and what was going on in your relationship. So you embarrassed her once by doing whatever you did. Who knows who else knew before you dropped the video. That's strike one. Strike two, you had her out there looking crazy. Unless, again, I don't follow these people. I don't follow her. I don't know if she has a brand or a character or anything else that she decides to play online or anywhere else where she utilizes the helmet of salvation. I mean, she had this wild-ass name for it in her follow-up video. So maybe maybe the helmet of salvation is a thing. Maybe they're going to brand these bitches and she's going to start making bonnets that you can buy online that got the silk lining. Man, I don't know. But the helmet of salvation, you got her out there looking crazy. That's strike two. If you're supposed to be this dude that's the champion for women, why would you, one, step out? Two, have your wife looking crazy. I'm going to let the truck pass. Like I said, again, I'm outside of my back porch. Two, have your wife out there doing your your uh, uh not your apology confession video, whatever you want to call it, with the helmet of salvation on. And three, while you're giving your diatribe, why are you squeezing your wife's hand to the white meat? Where her arm snatched all the way across hers and your lap. It looked mad uncomfortable. It looked like a fucking hot situation. Call a spade a spade, man. Call a spade a spade. And for those who don't know, because again, this is starting to die out, but you may have heard about it. I don't know. Your boy released this video. Then apparently they went live. Then he did a follow-up to his original video. In his follow-up to his original video, he spoke in third person, bigging himself up for confessing and admitting what he did. That, shout out to my other cousin, Jante, that in and of itself is some of the most narcissistic shit on the face of the earth. And actually, I think when she called that out, that before he released his, his own video talking about himself, he was watching himself and talking about himself. My boy, it's curtains. <laughs> the way this social media and 24-7 news cycle works, if you'd have just put your first video out and didn't say nothing else for about a strong week, two, maybe even a month straight, we'd have forgot about it. It'd have been, it'd have been a wrap. Instead, now we're talking about what you did after the fact and what is apparently the subsequent information that's supposed to be leaking either this week or next week or whatever. It's just crazy, man. But, you know, one more quick thing, and then we're going to get off of this because I didn't, this is not a Derek Jackson episode. Not exclusively, anyway. He just spawned it. The reason why this whole fallout transpired the way that it did is because of the way that Derek Jackson makes his videos. He makes his videos telling the women, you're great. If you made a mistake, you're, in, you're human. It's fine. You're great. 
which is true. Women are amazing. And more often than not, in certain situations, you know, the woman is 1,000% above board. She ain't doing nothing wrong. Absolutely. I've said it such countless times. Where Derek goes wrong is he talks, oh, dear, reckless about men. I mean, he attacks men like they slapped his mama and then spit on her when they knocked her down. Like, he goes after them too tough. He is the king. The way that he, the way he goes at it, most dudes, this is what we see. We see the king of dirty macking. Dirty macking, for those who don't know, is when a guy uses any indiscretion, flaw, misgiving that one man did against him in the eyes of the woman who was interested in him. To clean that up, if you, the woman, have an interest in guy A, guy B who likes you but you don't like him back, or could be just a quote-unquote male friend, any negative thing that guy A does, guy B will break his back to bring and put before you. For example, if guy A slips and falls on an icy day and busts his ass, guy B is going to run to you and say, can you believe guy A is so clumsy he slipped and fell and busted his ass? Can you imagine how clumsy he is with other things? I probably wouldn't rock with dude. Dirty Mac. Now, take that example and apply that to something that's a little more serious. Something that would actually drive you, the woman, to not look at a guy a certain way. King of Dirty Mac. Derek Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. So, when you do that, and then you cater to an, a segment of women who may have more negative instances or negative relationship, a negative relationship history, and then you tell them everything that they've ever done is right. And everything that the dudes that have hurt you in the past or in relationships that just didn't go right, if they didn't end, you know, positively, it was the dude's fault. You make yourself the ideal. You give these women hope for all the wrong reasons, right? Therefore, when you come on and make a video or you say, this is what I did, you actually break them down more and they did, and then you did, then they were in the past, which leads you to the women that I've seen all over social media all last week that was saying, "I'm gonna throw his book away, I'm gonna send the cards back," because apparently he sold some type of relationship uh, playing cards of some sort out or, or something. I don't know, but they like, "I'm throwing this stuff away. I don't want to no more. It's all lies." When in actuality, the things that he said. Aside from the over-aggressive attacking of men, <laughs> there was merit to it. A lot of the shit was accurate. It was right. It was the, 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 it was the right perspective to provide in that moment, which was needed, which is still needed. So you fucked that message. All because you, the messenger, decided to reveal your true self. It's wild, man. So look, give me a real quick second. Let me uh, get some water or whatnot. So this pile don't jump on me too bad. And when we come back, we're going to slide right off into segueing Derrick Jackson into Kevin, Steve, and all the rest of them, man. All the fellas that make their discretionary income talking to women about men. When in actuality, it's them talking at them. We'll be right back. <laughs> So look, we back. Unacceptable behavior. Your boy Jason Graham, chilling outside on the back patio. 
temperature dropping just a little bit. My V-neck is keeping me warm and toasty on this, this spring evening. So let's get right back into it, man. So we off, Derek. We on the, the new hottest uh, personality on the scene in the social media landscape today's day and age. Man by the name of Kevin Samuels, ladies and gentlemen, he is risen to his stature as a, I don't know what you want to call him. He calls himself an image consultant. I think that's because that's where he finds his income as a full-time individual. He is a, a, a image consultant for what is deemed the high value man, something that I never had heard of before. He kind of came onto the scene. I started hearing it be thrown around left and right kind of all over the place did a little digging found out it actually is a term which he did say he did not invent uh so the long and short of it is actually no i'm we're not gonna do that first kevin samuel is is a guy he's important these days because in the in the vein of man talking about talking to excuse me women about how to better their positioning when it comes to men finding a uh finding a mate and getting a happy lever after thing, getting closer to the happy lever after thing. Kevin Samuels is easily the most reckless talking bastard <laughs> that I think we have seen in I don't know how long. Think Simon Cow mixed with uh damn uh Howard Stern. I'm aging myself now, but it is what it is. Mixed with Howard Stern, but a black man who holds himself to a certain esteem as an elitist, if you will, because he does have this air about him as well. I can't really get into it too heavy. You kind of have to look him up and see for yourself. But uh, we're going to stop right here. I'm going to give you all a chance to to hear Kevin Samuels in his in his glory. I'm going to let him I'm going to let him rock out, man. In my in my uh, my research, I found. A video compiled by a Mr. Rabone, M-I-S-T-A underscore R-A-B-O-N-E on Instagram, I believe. He compiled his five most savage moments provided by Kevin Samuels. And we're going to let that rock. After the fact, we're going to come back and uh, we're going to talk a little more. So without further ado, Kevin Samuels. Intellectual brother, ambitious, family. Um, That's all right. <laughs> I am 5'5". Five five. You know what's coming next? Dress size? Uh, I wear 22. Right. Yeah, I'm juicy. I already know that. That's not the word I would use. <laughs> <laughs> Even older women mm-hmm. as to how to lock down a high value man you know you're getting 5,000 plus people watching you uh, asking these questions what would be the one of the biggest takeaway tips you could give to women in the current dating marketplace to lock down a high value guy mm. stop stop because only 10% of you are gonna get it oh. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry look I, I look to me. I'll give you a quick synopsis. Um, I'm 42 years old. Uh, last year I used to weigh 200 pounds. None. None. 
Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels, ladies and gentlemen. Buddy's wild. So look, man. Let's start off. Let's let's start with this. Kevin Samuels, again, is an image consultant. He actually has a fairly uh interesting, and I mean that in a positive way, history as far as how he got from where he used to be. To where he is now, because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, if I recall now, he actually his career started off as he was an engineer, right? And from engineering went to advertising. From advertising, that allowed him to kind of parlay that into this image consulting thing for the elite, pretty much. And that's where the high value man comes in. So his his client base, outside of the relationship thing, is earners, the top five to ten percent, right? If you watch enough movies, if you actually know people who make a, a pretty substantial living or have been around actual actual money, you understand that money affords you a certain level of access, right? But money can't buy you style and swag. 
So they're they're in part provides an opening for someone to be a consultant on one's image to get them to look the way that their wallet does. Got it. No issues there. So for today's episode, where I think people, excuse me, women get this shit all the way fucked up with Kevin Samuels, who again is all the rage right now, is I think what you have is you have women who are just looking for answers or perspective on how to relate to men, how to present themselves better, to have better outcomes when it comes to dealings with men. When you take a woman operating in that vein and go speak to someone like Kevin Samuels, whose client base deals with that top five, 10 percent of earners. He's looking at any relationship dealing and setting yourself up to be a potential mate for a top earner, a high value man to be of a certain, you have to fit into a certain box. And I think that he takes that understanding and applies it to no matter who he is looking at. No matter if you're a woman just looking to have better chances with men, or if you're a woman who is looking to be, uh, to find herself elevated to that top 5%, 5 to 10% uh, tax bracket when it comes to relationships with that type of individual. Now, with that said, I could be wrong. All of these women may have a firm understanding that they are looking to get into that top five to ten percent. What do I have to do to make myself, you know, look presentable for that group? In which case, amen. A la vista and Chavez to you. You know, <laughs> you get what you get. But I guess my thing is, is I don't understand how any man or woman, regardless of what you want, is going to sit there and allow anyone who you do not know to talk to you like you are basically a piece of trash right with that said pay attention we're about to have one of the moments that we have on unacceptable behavior this is one of the things where i kind of get the benefit to dealing with somebody like kevin sanders because there are some people men and women who just are terrible at receiving the information that they're seeking, meaning they might ask for advice, perspective from their friends who have what they're trying to attain uh, or just uh, looking for an unbiased or even a biased view. They're just looking for something to tell them that what they're doing is right or maybe if what they're doing is wrong. Right. But if they don't like the answer they receive, no matter if it came from one, two, ten different people, they still feel the need to go and find it, find that, find out. The answer from someone else, somebody who looks or who, who presents themselves at being the person who folks go to to get answers from. So with that said, I get having to go to a complete stranger who the masses have made into, you know, the grand poobah of you know currency when it comes to doling out relationship advice, men advice. How to present yourself, right? I kind of get it. Maybe you need somebody to tell you that you're too big or that you're too smart or that you're too country or that you're too hood. All the things that I've heard in clips that people have provided me of Kevin Samuels telling women from age 20 to age 42, like you heard in what I just played. You're too this, you're too that. You told one woman who said that she was 200 some odd pounds, he cut her off before she could finish the statement. 
And her follow-up was, I think, now that she, now she's 160 or 150. He still had her cut off. He'd already cut her off. So, without getting too lost in the sauce on that one, we're going to take this back. Message over messenger. Are you paying attention to what's being conveyed? Or what's being, or, or the person who says it? Right? Because if the message that's being conveyed is the exact same thing that you've heard in the past, my question is, are you going to listen to it now? Now that somebody calls you out your name on top of it, so now they've ta- they've given you the same information you've already heard from someone else, and they've potentially eroded your confidence by downright attacking you all under the guise of speaking bluntly, <laughs> telling you what you might not want to hear. That's wild as fuck to me. He yeah. now there's a part of me that's like he you know he's mashing the accelerator a little bit. Being a, being a little bit overboard because, you know, that's what works in this climate. The more, the more, you know, over the top you are, the more hits you get, the more you get talked about. So a, there's a part of me that thinks that maybe he's, you know, goes above and beyond more than he definitely has to, to that aim. And granted, this shit's working. You see me talking about him on unacceptable behavior, right? His, his views, follows, everything going through the roof. I guarantee you he's going to mess around and end up with a TV show. If he doesn't have one already, and I don't mean on YouTube, he's going to end up with a TV show somewhere or as a contributor somewhere. I guarantee you, just because that's how the shit works, right? But for what? Now, his message can be convoluted if you, the listener, aren't paying attention. That message might not be for you. And if it is, you might want to second guess, you know what I'm saying, what you're looking for, and more importantly, where you're getting it from which is the exact opposite of what we're talking about today. So we're going to stop right there so as to not, you know, screw myself up. So let's slide off into Steve Harvey, man, and we're going to get to tying this thing up. Steve Harvey, comedian, radio personality, uh, had his own TV show, has been the host and continues to be the host of a number of different shows that exist on primetime and had a TV show in the daytime. So, you know, once you make daytime talk show, hey, man, you here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But all of this kind of said, you could probably say that all of all of his, his current status really jumped off from his relationship stuff, which, you know, was kind of like a segment on his radio show. That act like a lady, think like a man thing basically was born out of people, mainly women, calling in, writing in, asking his opinion on situations that they found themselves in. Good, bad, or indifferent, they might currently still be in them or they may have just ended. He would give his perspective. Uh, I listened to the show as, a reg- as I was a regular listener way back in the day. And I got to say, man, same thing like with Derek Jackson. I want to say 75% of the stuff that Steve would say to these women, I agree with. He was going to go over the top. And some of this stuff was a little bit too old school, so it doesn't really fit every single scenario. But for all intents and purposes, it was accurate in my view, right? So what that did is that segment got so big that he ultimately wrote a book. Act like a lady, think like a man. That book, if I'm not mistaken, begat the movie first, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, which led to a second book, if I'm not mistaken, which led to a second movie. So everything kind of begat something else. His wealth grew. He kept espousing what he chose to espouse to share with the masses. And Steve Harvey ultimately ended up becoming what he currently is now to this day. Right? Fucking entertainment 
not a conglomerate, but Buddy's got income coming from a gang of different locations. Shout out to Steve, man, for making this shit work. I ain't got no problem with it. I ain't got no problem with what Derek does, ultimately, or what Kevin Samuels does. My issue is, again, message over messenger. So you had women and men, men for different reasons, but there were women who flat out just don't like Steve Harvey or thought his advice was trash. And some of the tra- some of the advice that, that I did hear them say they didn't like, there, there was no real accurate reason for them not to like the, the explanations he was given, the perspective he was given. If you ask me, it probably was because that shit might have hit too close to home. <laughs> called call a spade a spade, man. Like I said, some of the stuff he gave out was antiquated, true, but more often than not, it wasn't. It was stuff that kind of transcends uh, errors and still does, right? But one of the other things I saw people saying was, why would I listen to a man who's been divorced three times, right? My rebuttal to that is to real quick foray into religion and the church. More often than not, who are your best preachers? your best speakers, people who live through whatever they're trying to help you live through, what they're trying to help you get through. You want somebody who went and studied the book to be able to pick and choose where to direct you in your times of need? Or do you want somebody who actually lived through what you're going through so they can tell you firsthand knowledge and then pair that with what's in the book, right? In that vein, Messenger actually does serve as a benefit to you. But it doesn't matter if the message isn't there, right? So for the people that was saying, why listen to him, he's been divorced, there's probably a good reason you should listen to him. Because he's seen the good and the bad. He's made the mistakes. He's going to tell you that. Now, I did not read any of those books. I had no reason to. <laughs> so I can't say definitively that his message was ever always above, was ever always above board. I can't say that. But Again, I'm speaking from what I do know, things I have heard, advice I have heard him give. More often than not, it was right. It was right. So my question to you is, when is it okay to look past the messenger? To listen to the message? Is there something you can take from the message? Right? Then we're going to end here. I'm going to give you a real quick anecdote. My grandfather, back in the day, grandfather, rest in peace, was a deacon, right? I spent my summers down south, and I, you know, all my family knows because they had to go through it too. Church all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it didn't matter what the day was. You probably, if you wasn't in church, it was a good chance you probably could end up in there at some point. One day coming out of out of children's church or Bible study, I'm not sure. And of course, I got a siren rolling by when I'm trying to wrap this thing up. Come on, man. Hope everything ironed. Hold on, let me, let me take a real quick pause. So one Sunday after Children's Church, man, uh, I must have asked my grandfather something about what I heard, something that the teacher must have said, something, I don't know. And he, the way he responded with, I did not quite get, I didn't grasp at that time. But as an adult, it's something that I think about, I want to say, pretty regularly, man. Like, it, it, at least monthly, if not more frequently than that. Um, He basically said, that any person who has extreme knowledge of anything, doesn't matter what it was, paraphrasing, uh, they can use that to convince you to see the way that they see. 
So to kind of tidy that up, well, for the for the for religion, there's enough information in the Bible that pretty much backs up any perspective you want to give. You just gotta know where to pick and choose, what book to grab, what chapter to grab, which verse to kind of uh, interpolate with another, and it can back up what you're saying, no matter how nonsensical it is, right? So you take that that idea. Now we're gonna bring this back to the topic as we get ready to close. Anyone can give you advice, perspective, something to think about, something that makes sense about any topic, regardless of who they are as an individual. For Derek Jackson, just because he got sloppy and got caught out there or was narcissistic and jumped out there or whatever, right? That does not erode or devalue anything that he said before you knew what happened. If the shit was true and it made sense then, the shit is true and it makes sense now, right? The only thing he showed you was that he's an actual fucking human. That's it. No more, no less. For Kevin Samuels, it's a little tougher, right? For him, it's the delivery. You have to cut through the delivery to get to the message of what he's trying to convey. Now, maybe that's a topic we can cover in a different episode in the future. Uh, very difficult and hard truths for women about men, the way that we think, the way that we view. Like that that could be a, a funky episode. And I don't know if I'm ready to jump out there because y'all going to be looking at me crazy just because I'm telling you the truth about something that's, hey man, <laughs> there's, a, there's some dudes that's shallow as fuck. And I think what Kevin really is trying to get you all to understand, the people who listen to him, who hang on his words regardless of the delivery, is that there are men, especially of the top tax bracket variety, who are shallow as fuck. And they look for flawless individuals. And that's not just the physical, right? And then for Steve, that is definitely where you want to go message over messenger. Now, that doesn't mean that every single thing he says is law. Same thing with the other two and anybody else who plays in this in this landscape, right? Hell, me included. And I'm just offering perspective. I've told you off the gate, off the break, that UB was not an advice podcast. Perspective. I just want you to different view. That's all I want. Is you to understand a different view. Right? This ain't about taking everything verbatim. You're not taking everything that you're, that's, that's being given to you in this realm of advice, perspective, anything of the sort. You don't take it and just run with it as though it's law regardless of anything else. It's just like going to school. It's just like if you're on the job. It's just like, hell, even if your mother, your father, grandparents, aunts and uncles, whoever, your best friend. If somebody tells you something that sounds too far left of the way that you see it, research it on your own. But most importantly, it's okay to pull what you need from what you see, what you hear, what you read. Use that, internalize that, and throw the rest of the shit in the trash. When I say message, over messenger, I want to make sure that we, women specifically, since we're talking about guys who talk about men and relationships, I want women to be a little more deliberate. And 
what you do with the information you hear when you go and mine it from somewhere else, especially from a man. You come to me, whether you know me or not, I always tell you out the break, you can take a leave what I say. I'm just offering perspective. The same goes with any other man that you know personally. If you have brothers, uncles, fathers, whoever that you can turn to, go and get that perspective. Because one thing a man can definitely give you is the male point of view. I don't care how strong of a <laughs> relationship person you are. I don't care how many male friends you have. You will never truly understand the male psyche. You can't. Just like a man can never truly understand that of a woman's. Take what you need. Internalize it. Recycle the rest. That's it, man. Unacceptable behavior. Message over messenger. Derek Jackson with the X in the game. It's your boy Jason Graham, man. Hopefully you got something from this episode. We're here. This is what we do. We're going to try to give you more consistent moving forward. I got some new technology. Hopefully this episode turns out well. And uh, we're going to keep this, keep your thing moving, man, on a regular basis. If not every two weeks, you're going to go every week. I'm about to put some pressure on myself to make it happen. So look, you want to talk about this a little further? You want to talk about anything else? You want to give me some ideas? You got questions? Whatever. I'm real easy to find on social media. Check your boy out at the Jason Graham. That's T-H-E. J-S-I-N-G-R-A-H-A-M The Jason Graham That's Twitter That's Instagram Even Facebook But that's it man Podcast is over Episode is done Hopefully it wasn't trash We'll find out And hopefully More importantly You come back And rock with your boy On the next one Until next time man Y'all be good Be smart Most importantly As always Be you I'm gonna get with you Go Take off all of your stuff